Welcome to the Success Podcast. My name is Gregory Morse, and you are listening to Episode 4, Systems of Care. We're living in some unusual times as we continue to fight the coronavirus, and we hope all of our listeners are staying safe and healthy. Our special guest today is Dr. Cindy Mueller, and we're, we've invited her on to talk about the SOC part of success, which stands for System of Care. How are you today, Cindy? I'm doing really well, Greg. Thank you. Good. Good to hear. Um, well, I was wondering if we could just get started with you uh, telling us a little bit, about, a little bit about yourself, um, like what your job role is, and all all that kind of stuff. Okay, um, uh, I'm a uh, PhD psychologist, licensed psychologist, and my role on um, the System of Care Success Grant is to provide. Um, I'm the project manager. Um, so uh, I take care of coordinating all the activities of the three sites, making certain that they have all the information they need. I troubleshoot issues that come up. Um, I'm uh, sort of the contact between all the folks working at three different sites in Jefferson City, J- Joplin, and Springfield um, with the um, DMH central office with the principal investigator and the director of children's services in central office. So I'm sort of, um, I'm sort of just, uh, I just try to keep all the plates spinning on making sure (laughs) that everybody's got what they need to keep the the grant going. Yes, yes, you do. And I can testify you do a great job at that. So I'm very thankful uh, that that they put you in charge and uh, uh, it's been really exciting. So, um, well, today we wanted to talk about the SOC part in success, which stands for system of care. Um, and this, uh, it's a major part of the success grant, I would say. And so um, uh, can you tell us what a system of care is? Well, a system of care is actually system of care actually is a philosophy. Okay. Um, it started uh, back in the eighties when uh, it became very clear that across the country we weren't doing what we needed to do for children's mental health. Mm. And so the federal government, um, specifically SAMHSA, which stands for Substance Abuse Mental Health Service Agency, under the Department of Health and Human Services, developed um, initiatives for Uh, expanding and strengthening children's mental health. And one of those initiatives was the system of care. It's a philosophy that um, really focuses on uh, several factors involving children's mental health. Number one, it brings all the folks together in a particular community Um, that are working on children's mental health and and it's coordinating all the services. So one of the things that happens is a group gets together and that group contains all the people within a particular area. Maybe it's a town, maybe it's a county, depending. Um, And it's everybody that works in in children's services. So it's um, children's division, it's juvenile court, it's schools, it's mental health. Um, and that's behavioral health, mental disabilities. Uh, it's the child caring agencies, 
YMCA, uh, Boys and Girls Club, uh, Foster Care Coalition, CASA, all the folks that work with you. Yeah. And get to, they get together and they, they accept a philosophy under system of care that means that everything is um, uh, youth-guided and family-driven. So family and youth are just as important as anybody else on the team. Mm-hmm. That everything is uh, done in the least restrictive environment. So we do things mostly to keep kids in their home and with their families as opposed to sending them off someplace. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, that we do it competently in terms of culture and language. Mm. Those are the core values of system of care. And so when we're working, when you're working in a community that considers a system of care community, you know that that's their core values and that everything that they do they look at those core values before creating a new service or recommending that a child have a particular service or um, encouraging a family to participate in a program. It's all done under those core values. So that's really what system of care is. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a funding mechanism. It's not a program. Mm-hmm. It's a philosophy that's used to make uh, services collaborative and effective. Yeah. And I, I, I can testify like how much of an importance these uh, uh, system of cares have been to their local communities. Um, I, I've been uh, part of a couple of them while I've been on the grant. And I mean, it's just so cool to see all the community members come together. And uh, it, uh, it does take a little bit of time to kind of build trust among the agencies. But once they start coming together and um, working with each other to, to help clients and help the youth in their communities, I mean, it, it's just a powerful a powerful system, powerful group. And um, it, it's cool to see the different sizes as more people join. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, you have a new member come in. It's like, hey, cool. Now, now you're part of it. Now you can contribute your services or you can tell us how you can help and all this. And it, it's just a, a really beautiful thing. It is. It's, it's a very powerful. It's been a very powerful mechanism in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, most uh, one of the things that early research found back early 80s found was that children's mental health services were very siloed. Um, People didn't talk to each other. Agencies didn't talk to each other. Departments didn't talk to each other. State agencies didn't talk to each other. And it was very clear that that kind of isolation created for very fragmented, inefficient services. So getting people together um, is has been a very new concept, though I think now in 20, 20 years, 30 years, um, we've really, um, people have heard about this and they want to be part of it. And there are more and more uh, organizations and groups that are, that are asking us, how do, how do we become part of system of care? Yeah. And so um, uh, I think it's really taken hold. Yeah. It definitely has. Um, so when we're looking at members, who would you say should be a part of the system of care? Like what, if you're talking to potential members and they're wondering, hmm, should I be a part of this? Who would you say would be in that, in that group that you'd recommend joining? Well, I would recommend that any organization or entity that works with children, that works with children birth to 17, mm-hmm. um, that does anything to provide support for kids, um, should belong. Uh, 
because I, I think the biggest thing that you learn as part of system is, of care is that a child is never just their mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, a child, uh, children who have mental health issues have all the other issues that any child might have um, when there's a problem, whether it's a medical problem or a social service problem or uh, a behavioral health problem. And so much of the things that we do to support families among all the agencies in a community tends to overlap. Mm. So you may have, um, you may have a, a family that has a child with behavioral health issues that needs treatment, but that whole family needs support. It might be that the, ch- the, the child's siblings need support because their parents are spending a lot of time with them. So they need recreational activities or tutoring or some kind of childcare. So you, you just never know what that family's going to need. Because mm-hmm. remember, we're child-guided, um, we're, we're child-driven and family-guided. Mm-hmm. So it's whatever that family needs for having their home and their household and their group family working and doing well. Yeah. And I actually want to piggyback on that idea um, with the importance of having family and youth voice at the table. And so can you kind of elaborate on why, why that's a key part of systems of care and um, what, that, what that means and looks like? Well, you know, for years and years, mental health services and medical services, a lot of services, mm-hmm. um, were always driven by the professionals. They, they knew it all. They had the answers. Just listen to us. Well, um, frankly, we found that that's not true. Um, Professionals are not the end-all and be-all to every situation, although they're critical and you have to have them. A lot of times what what we've done in clinical settings is we've not paid attention to the person we're treating. Mm. And I think all of us have that experience in terms of our own physical health, how that's changed. Well, the same thing is happening in behavioral health. We want to focus on what that person wants to have happen in their life and what that family wants to have happen for their child. Hmm. And, um, of course, we, you know, we can't fulfill every dream, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you, you do want to listen to what works for them mm-hmm. and what works for them in terms of their culture and their, their family practices and their traditions, their language everything that work that works for that particular family. So, um, you know, we have to be really focused on um, what does that particular family need? It, it isn't, it isn't just a cookie cutter. Well, if you're depressed, you get this, you get this therapy. Mm-hmm. It's really what's best for the family. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's, that's why for a lot of SOCs, the ultimate goal is when you're, when you're helping or doing cases and stuff that the families and the children themselves are there, um, physically there. And I I know that what I've encountered is I kind of make people a little bit uncomfortable um, from a professional standpoint. Um, But really, I mean, it it has worked out really well to have their, have them physically there saying, yes, this is what's going on. Here's what we can do or what would help. And it, it really helps the professionals know what to do, I think. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's a, there's a saying, nothing about me without me. Yeah. Um, 
it's very true. I mean, a doctor would never uh, decide to give somebody medicine and not tell them why or yeah. not have them as part of the decision. It's the same point, way in behavioral health. That person, that child is the center focus. And to the extent capable, of course, very young children aren't necessarily able to yeah. make decisions, but certainly um, older youth and young adults, definitely, they have a say in what goes on in their mental health treatment. And families, um, they are equal to anybody else on that treatment team, uh, whether that be the psychiatrist, the community support specialist, the therapist, anybody that works on a clinical uh, team, um, treatment team, uh, they're just as important as that person. And in some, some moments, they're more important. Mm. Yep, absolutely. So um, practically speaking, can you uh, give us an estimate of how many systems of care you think there are in Missouri? Right, right now, now um, we have listed 25 systems of care across, oh. the, across wow. the state. And they're everywhere in every corner of the state and uh, all through um, the state of Missouri. Um, some of them uh, have been around for a long, long time. Some of them are newer. Uh, the ones in our, the areas in our uh, grant site are very new. They're only a couple of years old, while we have some that are probably um, as old as 25 years that they've wow. been working together. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, if, is there a, uh, is there a way to find out if there's a system of care in your area? I, I, I haven't discovered if there, if there is yet. Well, I think the, your best bet is to contact um, the children's office in, in, in okay. DMH central office. Uh, they're the okay. ones that keep track of it, but um, you know, locally you can call your uh, community mental health center and talk to them about it. Um it, it may be the impetus to ha have them develop one if they get enough calls yeah. about it. Uh, you can talk to any child serving agency and say, do we have a system of care here? Yeah. And that's, yeah, that was uh, one thing that's... I was going to ask is, um, is there like an official way to start a system of care or is it kind of just communication collaboration? Well, uh, yeah, it's, like? it's mostly, uh, it's a pretty informal process at this point. There are lots of, um, uh, there is information on the DMH, uh, Department of Mental Health website. If you search mm -hmm. system of care, um, there is a toolkit uh, for system of care. And um, you can certainly use that information. But mostly um, system of care is just about getting people together. And they develop their own tools that they use to keep track of stuff. And they, they do... Um, review children's uh, circumstances. I hate to call them cases, but they do mm -hmm. review um, treatment programs uh, for children and their families. So they do keep track of that kind of information. Um, but mm -hmm. the rest of it is mostly very informal. Gotcha. Well, that, I mean, I think that's also can be a pro because it, there's not a lot of red tape you have to go through and stuff, but um, it is good to have some guidelines. And I, I know there's a lot out there and 
we'll kind of give some resources here at the end. But um, yeah, it's it's such a great program that uh, I, I would definitely encourage our listeners to look into um, if they're wanting to be a part of one. So um, that being said, uh, I hate to ask for your favorites here, but if you were to pick one system of care for people to kind of model or look into, what is there one in mind that you're like, man, you should go well, check I this think- one out? I do think a really good one is uh, the system of care in St. Charles County because they've been at it so long. I mean, they've really done, they've been doing it since 2003. That's a guess. I might be way off. It may be even earlier than that. 1997. Mm. Um, So they've Mm. been, they've been at it for a long, long time. Um, A lot of, a, a lot of, uh, uh, great ideas about system of care have come out of that particular uh, system of care. Um, there's uh, there's also one in Jackson County across the state. So uh, I don't think they've been around as long, but uh, it's still a metro area. Um, there's yeah. uh, Osage and uh, what's the other one? Osage and Gasconade, I believe they're the ones that those two counties teamed up. Because they they share a lot of resources, um, mm-hmm. so they're another one that's been around for a long time. And so, if you talk to uh, the mental health centers in those areas, the ch- the children's offices in those areas, the juvenile offices, the school districts, they can tell you uh, about their system of care. Great. Well, as we wrap this up, is there anything else you would like us to know about systems? Of care? I just think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Frankly, I've been uh, doing uh, working with system systems of care since uh, two thousand and five, and I just think it's it's a really great model and it's very effective, and it really brings localities together for the benefit of children uh, with mental health needs. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Cindy, for participating today and uh, giving us your insights on systems of care. Uh, Thank you to our audience for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to subscribe and share us with your friends, family, and colleagues. Uh, If you have questions, comments, uh, or have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss, you can contact us at our website, mosuccess.com. That's M-O-S-O-C-C-E-S-S.com. Again, we hope you all are staying safe and being wise when it comes to your interactions and social distancing. I know it's kind of a tough time right now, um, but just hang in there. We're all going to get through it uh, and together real soon. So until next time, have a great day, everybody.